Good afternoon and welcome to your Book Garden Radio, a copyrighted show presented by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Tina Sestetic, your host. After more cool, rainy weather, it looks as if summer might actually be here in northwestern Wisconsin, actually I think the rest of Wisconsin. We actually hit 80 degrees today, which has been just amazing. Um, today I'm happy to have returning guests, uh, best friends Char, Char Chafin and Cheryl Yeko writing as C.C. Cordelia. Besides being my editors at Soulmate Publishing, they were also my very first guests back in March of last year. Um, I was so horribly nervous, and we had technical difficulties, which made things even worse. I think we were almost 10 minutes into the show of dead air, and which made me even more nervous. But once on the air, these two gals took over and talked about the Soulmate Tree Collective, which, by the way, is now available as a box set. Um, and besides the Soulmate Tree Collective, the three of us have been part of several anthologies. Published authors in their own right, Char and Cheryl, share a love for well-written stories infused with their favorite romantic genres, paranormal, suspense, and erotica. Both are fans of alpha men and women they'd lay down their lives for. As a writing team, they bring a solid know-how for accomplishing the foundation of what makes a great romance read, a strong so- story, a passionate romance, Fascinating characters and a happy ever after ending. We recently came back, or we we met up at um, Deadwood, South Dakota at Wild Deadwood Reads, and we were hoping to and planning on um, doing an interview while we were out there, but things just were so busy that it just didn't happen. So I'm very happy to have them here today on my show. Welcome, Char and Cheryl. Hi there. Hi. Uh, Good to see you again, or talk to you again, I guess. Um, Before we go on, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, Char, let's start with you. Okay, well, let's see. I've been um, a published author since 2011. I didn't start writing until I was over 50. Um, My husband's been very supportive. In fact, his was the boot and keister that got going in the first place. So he's a great publicist. Um, I'm from Alaska. I live half the year in Texas, and about three to four months a year we try to go up to Alaska and see our family, so I kind of wander around. Right now we're in South Texas on the coastal bend and probably won't go back up to Alaska again until winter time. And that's about it about me, just happy to be here and talking to everybody. Were you raised in Alaska? No, I was raised in New York. But I married oh, an Air okay. Force man, and we moved around a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Cheryl, how about you? Tell us some, a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, well, like Char, I was in my 50s before I, I wrote my first novel. Um, we start actually started at Soulmate Publishing about the same time, um, and it's where we met. And then we were both editors for Soulmate Publishing, so by the time we met, uh, in person at, at a conference, you know, it was like we had already known each other for years because we were constantly talking on the phone or on the Internet. Um, and that's when we decided to write a book together. So uh, um, I also write under my own name. I write romantic suspense mainly. I I have, I don't know, 10, 12, 10, 12 books out. I've, I've kind of forgotten how many. <laughs> Um, and I'm currently working on another one right now, um, as well as Shar and I writing more for our Brides of Little Creed series. 
So it's it's been a fun journey. I'm happily married, and I live in Wisconsin, and I have two children and three uh, almost grown grandchildren. Wow. Um, you just you rattled off a bunch of my questions that I had here so, um, <laughs> about how did you two meet and and I I joined Soulmate Publishing in 2012 so you were there shortly before before I was um, shortly yeah and yes yeah yeah because my first book came out in they- 2013, I think I signed my contract in 2012. So, yeah, they um, opened their we, doors, I believe, 20, was it 2011 or 2012, Shar? Uh, Soulmate opens its doors in October of 2011. 2011, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, that sounds okay. about right. So, wow, almost yeah, almost eight years already. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. time. <laughs> it does. Um, so, you, um, you basically met over the phone then because you were both editing the soulmate if i understood yeah we started corresponding via the internet right and then pretty soon we were talking on the phone and um it just kind of it just kind of took off from there yeah i think because we were both fledgling oh i'm sorry go ahead no go ahead i was just going to say is i think because we were both fledgling editors and we kind of needed somebody to talk to uh we had questions about editing and so we started kind of going back and forth about that and kind of bouncing ideas off each other and before we a couple of times a week and it just kind of snowballed from there and i think we were we were bffs before we even met it's just one of those sometimes it happens that way yeah yeah it it does so when did when did you actually meet face-to-face then for the oh, first time. Let's see, I think it was 2014 San or was it 2013? It was San Antonio, I thought. No, it was Atlanta. Was it? No, because we had the big margarita, remember? Was that oh, Atlanta? Yeah, that's right. I think I so. Think it was I think San Antonio. Was a, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it's been eight years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I was trying to We've think of when I first We've been friends a long time. Met. How's that? Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of when I first met you guys face to face, and I can't remember. But again, it was one of those things where it's like, oh hi, and hugs, and you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's the way it is every time we get to get to see each other. Um, right. Where? Um, when did you start writing together as CC Cordelia? Because you wrote, you both write separately. Because uh, Shara also uh, has books published in her own name. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Rodeo King was our first book, and I think that came out in 2015. Let's and see. Rodeo King, I, we I actually, believe, was 2014. We started writing okay. in 2014. That's what it was. Yeah. And we actually wrote a chapter a month and published it on our website for our readers. Oh. Um, we had so much. Yeah, that's how it started. We, we really didn't have any intention of publishing it. It was just kind of a you know, how to build our website and our readers. And then after it was done, it's like, you know, this is pretty good. Let's edit it and publish it. So that's what we did. And it actually went on to final in a a national writing contest. I I forget which one, but um, so, and it's like, hey, that worked out pretty well. We need to do more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we talk about how fun about it. Before we talk about how the process of writing together, how did I mean I, I I understand or I think I know how you came up with the name CC, you know Cheryl and Char that you know both start with C's. 
How did you come up with Cordelia as a last name? Char did that. You want to explain that, Char? Sure. We want we wanted a tagline for ourselves, and we were talking about it. What we wanted is a tagline, and we thought writing from the heart would be a nice tagline. So then we needed something to go as a last name, and I remembered that the word Cordelia can mean heart. And so oh. that's how we ended up with it. Cordelia means heart. And it just okay. it seemed to click. It, the two the two words seemed right together, and that's kind of how Season yeah. Cordelia was born. Yeah, it has a nice it has a nice ring to it. It flows off the tongue very nicely. CC Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought so yeah. too. Ah, that's uh, you know, and, and and Cheryl, I I was trying to count how many books you have out too, including anthologies, but I I gave up because <laughs> sometimes you go on Amazon and you scroll through and it's like, wait a minute, didn't I? Wait a minute, that cover looked no, that's the same, <laughs> the same book, and Char has five, and that includes anthologies. Um, I think that's what I counted yes, that's on correct. your website, and we've and we've also all been in the same anthologies together. Um, my sexy Valentine true, and yep. um, what was another one? Uh, the Christmas one. Um, what was the Christmas one Sizzle called? Sizzle in the snow. Sizzle in the snow. Sizzle in the snow. Yep, that one. And then Sizzle in there the was snow. another. Yeah, and then there was another one way back when I first started. It was there was a whole bunch of the. I think you guys are part of that one. Um, I think it was the second anthology that Soulmate had done, um, and it was a Christmas one. I can't remember the oh, name of that, that one either. Oh, that was all I want for Christmas is a soulmate. Yes, yes, that one, mm-hmm. that one. Like you said, yep, you were in that one too. Ago. Yes, that was the first time. Yeah. I think that was the first time I edited you. Oh, okay. It was in that one. And I have I learned... edited that. I didn't contribute to it. I just edited that one. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I have and I'd have to say 13. I've learned so much from you. Thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Okay. I just I counted cool. them. I think I hit. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Let's go back, before we talk about your newest series, um, let's talk about something briefly that we talked about on the first first time you were on my radio show, and that is the Soulmate Tree Collective, which you yes. guys are part of, and I was so thrilled to be asked to be part of. I felt like I'd made it. You know, I was like, wow, this <laughs> is so cool. Tell us about it, and then, Char, if you want to read the poem that you wrote to go with it. So I don't know who wants to start, but oh, sure, I'll okay, start. I'll start. Yeah. I I wanted to um, do something that we could involve our authors in of some kind of joint um, book. So I I kind of brainstormed of what, what we could do, and I thought of this soulmate tree uh, that, that would bring lovers together through time and space, dimensions, whatever, you know, right? So I contacted Char on it, and she liked the idea, so we put our heads together and um, figured out how we were going to do it and laid down the parameters, and Char has some poetry background, which I have none. So Char, I said, well, let's, you know, poem, let's base it on something. So so she wrote the poem, and then I helped to edit it, um, and and then we smoothed it out, and, and it came up with this lovely poem as far as I'm concerned I think it it's is. lovely and and it, it kind of holds it's 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 the the guideline for the entire series um of how it should move forward and then we signed um some authors that we thought would enjoy to work in the series and that we liked their writing and it was just a lot of fun we wrote 
uh, we everybody wrote a book uh, during the year, and they would submit it to us, and then Shar and I would edit them together. So now we're not only writing together, we're also editing together. And then the following year, um, we had them all done. It was quite the project for us. We released a book a month for that entire year, um, which was a ball. And then now we recently turned it into a box set, which you can find on Amazon, a very lovely box set with all the stories. And there's a couple of award winners in there as well, Tina being one. Um, yeah, right. I, I did. So, yeah. And, and and one of the things one of the things you didn't mention was that each author could choose their genre and their time frame. Mm-hmm. So each book is a standalone, yeah. and they're totally different, but they all are based on on this poem. The poem. I mean, we had um, yeah. the poem, um, uh, mm-hmm. futuristic and historical. Mine was a historical. We had dragons, which was yours. Um, yep. Somebody has theirs. Set it was kind of based on um, oh sure now I lost my mind uh, that big music uh, oh, um, um, oh Woodstock Woodstock Woodstock, yeah. Woodstock. Um, so yeah they were just all over the place and it was you know it's just fun to see how each one of us took that poem and took it in a totally different direction you know it, 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 was, it was very fun so Shar would you like to read the poem for us. Sure. Before I do, I want to mention the idea of the soulmate tree was that it could cross dimensions, it could cross worlds, it could go to the past, it could go to the future, wherever someone who needed a soulmate lived or existed, the tree would show up for them and they would listen to it, they would touch it, and then they would find their soulmate. So in that respect, you could have had any genre you wanted, and it would work out just fine. And I think we ended up with probably six or seven different genres and subgenres in order to put the 12 books set together. But the poem, which is a legend of the soulmate tree, goes something like this. I am old. I am ancient. My purpose is clear. To give those who are needy a treasure so dear. They who come to my roots touch my bark stroke my leaves, find the soul of their lives if they but believe. When I call and you listen, your prize will be great. If your heart remains open and you don't hesitate, do you yearn? Be you lonely? Is your time yet at hand? Reach for me and I'll give to you. I'm yours to command. For your trust, for your faith, keep my secrets untold and I'll gift you forever to have and to hold. That's it. Oh, that's just such a lovely poem. That just kind of gives me shivers. Oh, thanks. You know, <laughs> just, you know and and the covers. Um, who is the cover designer? Um, Ren Taylor is the cover designer. Yeah. It, um, they all have the tree. I think she did a fantastic job. I mean, yeah, she did. The, the tree is. Yeah, the tree is the same on each 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 cover. But then our story is reflected in the in the rest of it, and I just think it's just a beautiful cover. I'm looking at Steve Mitchell's here too, and and um, yeah, it's just Between just Venus very and Mars. One of my yeah, very good story. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a he's a good author. I li- I like his stuff. He's he's fun to read. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, and he was um, our he was our four way into sci fi. Yep. There's, oh. there's a, a genre we. 
you don't expect a lot of romance to come out of sci-fi. And yeah. there it was. And by a and by a a male author no less. It was great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh yeah, he's he's very good. Plus he's a he's a fun guy just to begin with, you know. Yeah, he really <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. If he's listening, Steve, you're a fun guy to <laughs> to be around. We're and all we in like your writing. So, yeah. <laughs> um now let me ask you this. Um, I've never collaborated with another author on a book, but I take that back. My grandchildren with my children's books, but that's that's different than doing a full length, you know, not novel. And it's like, you know, Shara, you mentioned you're from Texas and Alaska, and Cheryl is a Wisconsinite like myself. How do you how do you collaborate? Um, how does I know it's probably each each partner are, you know are different, but how do you guys go about? doing the process well the telephone is our friend to start with yeah. <laughs> we talk, we talk to each other lot. yeah almost I mean there when we're when we're in heavily in collaboration we probably talk every day and we email constantly we face book message constantly to keep going on the projects back and forth uh, the whole through the entire collaboration and then the editing process as well. We're always in touch. We try to get together twice a year for some kind of a writing retreat. Usually it's only about three days. It's, it can be at the beginning or the end of a conference. Uh, we try to schedule them around time frames where we'll have free up time where we can take three or four days and just concentrate well, we try to concentrate on the right. It doesn't always happen. There's usually other things that get in the way. But for the most part, those writing retreats are really successful. And having that face-to-face contact helps a great deal. Do you ever FaceTime each other, too? or um, I, well, I, do that. I don't even have a computer uh, that has a, um, a video on it, a, a camera. I have a, you know... Oh. So we don't do that. We don't FaceTime. Oh, we're old no, school, I, right? You know, phone's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't have FaceTime on my phone. I think that's an Apple thing. Oh, but, okay. Um, that shows what yeah, I, know. I think it's an Apple thing. <laughs> I'm not positive about that. But to be able to talk, just to get on the phone and and chat. I mean, we'll be on the phone. We've had some marathons on the phone, a couple hours. Yeah, I do the typing, and well, and where Shar and I, where we talk, and we're brainstorming, and I'm a very fast typist, so I sit here and I'm in charge of sister. God, how can you pound on the keyboards like that? Because I make a lot of noise when I type, so that's how we, that's how we do it. <laughs> She's murdered several keyboards, by the way. I'm just saying. Yep. So is one of you stronger in plot and another one in setting and characters? Yeah. Or are you... our, our writing styles yeah. are different. Believe it or not, our writing styles are different. And I think that's what makes C.C. Cordelia so strong because where one is weak, not weak, we're all, we both know how to write, but when one is weaker than the other, um, you know, the one steps in and, and, and we fix it. And the same vice versa, right? Where, um, yeah. I tend to write, because I do romantic suspense, so, you know, I like my stories to really flow, right, fast, you know, and I want to, I'm an impatient writer, and I want to get from the beginning to the end, you know, and sometimes I may not, you know, have the 
the essential, the, the detail that's, that, that's needed because I get in too big of a hurry. Um, where Char is just the opposite, right? So um, mm-hmm. sometimes she'll kind of overwrite it and I'll bring her back or she'll fill me in, right? It just works. It just works great. And, and we, we use a chapter. We go chapter by chapter. One will start it and then we'll edit it. And we'll send it back and forth to each other until we've edited this puppy, you know, pretty thoroughly. And you can't really tell who's who's written it. And then the other one will start the next chapter. We 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 only we only um, plot out really a couple chapters in advance. We may have a general idea where we're going, but um, we'll plot out two or three chapters in advance just to give us a road map, um, and then go from there. Right. So you're and kind of you're, we... you're you're oh go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, before we started writing, Cheryl was more of a cancer than anything else. And I'm extremely anal retentive when it comes to, yeah, I'm very anal retentive when it comes to writing. So I will read and reread and reread what I've written from the beginning before I write another chapter, and Cheryl just wants to go, go. So what happens when we're together she convinces me to leave it alone and go forward, and then I convince her to do a little bit of plotting and outlining, and that has helped us both. So now yeah. she's willing to outline, and I'm willing to let previous chapters go, although it really, really hurts the anal <laughs> side of me go to back. let go of it. We go back to it. We don't yeah, have we to have to the it. story edited as we go. I, I'm I'm a real I, I don't do it anymore. But you know that the the first draft you just get it done right, get to the end of the story, then you go yeah. back and you build it up. I've had to I've had to change that process somewhat. Um, so our chapters oh, okay. are pretty clean. All right. Yeah. So our chapters are pretty clean when we yeah. move forward, but we don't beat it to death. We 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 do move forward, and then we go back when it's written and do the editing. So in that respect, we help each other out. We've changed yeah. each other's procedures for the better. Yes, absolutely. So do you, do you, and I find myself plotting when, more now, <laughs> just naturally plotting okay. more than I used to. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask. So then, do you feel like you are both stronger writers separately from writing as a team? Absolutely, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. helped me. It's helped me to not be so um, OCD when it comes to writing, and I think it's helped. It's helped both of us a great deal. Yes, it's helped Plus, me slow down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the fact we can bounce things off each other. Yeah, that you that get those creative too. juices flowing, right? I mean, sometimes it's just it's just an amazing. If someone could record us our conversations as we're putting these stuff together because it just starts, oh, and then we can do this, you know, and oh, and then we can do this. It's just a lot of fun, right? You yeah, really have is. to enjoy your writing partner and trust your writing partner. And Shar and I have mm-hmm. a very strong friendship. So she can tell yeah. me when I'm, she thinks I'm, I'm, I'm going the wrong way. And she listens to me if I say, well, I think you're going the wrong way. And, and it's not like we force each other to change. We just work it out until we've reached a nice yeah. compromise. Yeah, we can work it out. That's all we've always there hasn't been a single time so far that we haven't been able to work it out. Right. Oh, Whatever oh, the problem that's good. is. And we've come up with um, some I mean, just trying to come up with stuff. I remember when we were ending the realm of the dragon we needed a final we needed the epilogue. And we needed to figure out what to do about the epilogue. 
to get it to to sit and to flow. And I had this, I started laughing. I had this crazy idea of how to end Realm of the Dragon, and I was laughing so hard thinking about it, I could barely tell Cheryl, and then I told her, and then we were both cracking up, and we said, yeah, let's do it. So we did it. So Realm of the Dragon has a... A fun it's, ending, right? It's like, okay, it's, what can we do? Yeah. What what is so out of the box here, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't re- so, I can't remember the ending, and I don't want you to tell me it, but I I'm no, I'm not going to tell you the ending. You <laughs> have you have to find out for yourself. Two, yeah, I'm going to have to reread it. It's it's um, um, well, it's been almost two years. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And it has. Yeah, it's been almost two years. Now, just, uh, I just let me came up with this. something outrageous, and okay. she was okay with it. Yep. <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> you're, bo- you're both editors, so you're editing other people's work. And I would, yeah, I would have yeah. to say, and I think I mentioned this when we were talking at, at Deadwood, that for me it was so pleasurable to read a book that I didn't feel like I needed you know, or I wanted to rewrite a sentence or going, why did they do that? Or they missed something here. And, you know, oh, my gosh, this happened here. But now what what are they going to do with it? And they don't do anything with it. You know, that just kind of drives me crazy. And it was just, it's such a pleasure to read such well-written and edited stories. But you don't always, I mean, you don't, you also have somebody else edit your stories. You just don't do it yourself. If, if I remember our conversations in Deadwood, yes, that's true. We we it's true. We but we do pretty clean books, right? Um, but Debbie Gilbert is the owner of Soulmate, and she edits us, and she always finds stuff. Always. I mean, because as a writer, you don't see your own uh, mistakes, yeah. right? Whether it's echoes yeah. yep. in your oh, yeah. writing or plot points you may have missed, right? It's yeah. So when you put a fresh eye to it, so yeah, everybody needs an editor. We can see it when we're editing other authors, our authors that we work with. We can see when something needs to be done. But as writers and authors ourselves, it really is remarkable. You can't see your own. That's the true statement. It really is. I think and it's because you're too, close, you're too close to it. Yes, you know? exactly. You're too close to it. And it helps us as editors to be sympathetic to our authors because we can't see our own and so you have to understand and be realistic of course your authors won't be able to see it either that's correct yes so that's made you that's made that's made you a more understanding editor absolutely, oh, absolutely. right yeah i mean it's made us it's made I us mean, more we're making this, understanding yep. we've made the same mistakes they make you know Everybody needs a little help and hand. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Right. I it just seems like, just seems like lately I've 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 read some books. It's just like I don't know who their editor is, but and I'm not not soulmate books, but books from you know if they're self published, it's up hire an editor. You know, have, editor. not not your yeah, not your friend. You know, <laughs> please don't you know, because um, yeah. yeah, you don't yeah, want your aunt Martha to like, edit your books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, because she's going to be too nice. Or, uh, either that or she's going to be so mean that you're going to go, I'm never writing again. <laughs> you know? That's my um, daughter. My most critical editor is my daughter. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I love her. I love you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have to say that I, I always learn so much through editing and, you know, and, and 
you know, with, with you guys, it's like, oh, I didn't, you know, like you said, you don't see it. And you, you just, sometimes you're like, oh, that's stupid, you know, but, you know, how did I miss that? But, you know, it's it just happens. the nature of the beast, I yeah. guess, yeah. you know, I guess. As editors so. and authors, we say that all the time. How did that get missed? Oh, my gosh. We have to fix that right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you know, with both being, you know, editors, how, you know, how do you find time to get your writing done then? I mean, you're writing as a partner, you're writing separately, and you're editing. How do you get um, it all done? I, <laughs> I can we say do, we that don't. my <laughs> we don't my my writing my solo writing has taken a nosedive because I I have such a tight editing schedule and I'm a very I'm very exacting and when I write anyway so trying to keep up with that and keep up with my deadlines. And then trying to write with Cheryl, something had to give, and what gave. And we're also we've we've also moved back to Texas. We've been refurbishing and restoring a house that was hit by Hurricane Harvey. So a lot has been going on in the past couple of years, and my writing took the hit more than anything, because that was the only thing I could let take a a, a hit. I needed the um, editing deadlines to be met. We needed the housing restoration to be met. Uh, there was deadlines with our writing a CC that needed to be met. So my writing took the hit, and that's okay. Um, it needed it needed to be put aside. Cheryl's a little bit more dedicated to her writing, so she was able to continue, I think, more than me. To a certain extent. I, I haven't gotten out as much as I've wanted either. Um, so it's a constant, uh, it's a constant juggling act. I'm trying to reshuffle things now to make a little more room for my writing. Um, so, you know, we just keep plugging away. I, I mean, I enjoy yeah. what I do, right? I enjoy my writing a lot. I, I, I enjoy working with soulmates. So, you know, it's, it's all good. Yeah. As long as it's you enjoy good. it. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the clock Cheryl, and I want to, oh, oh, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, I will say that Cheryl pushes me. She gets me going, and that's I do. trusting. I, yeah. I get very Otherwise, excited. And... <laughs> she does. And she just calls me and just explodes <laughs> everywhere, and that gets me moving, and that gets me motivated, where right? that day maybe I wouldn't have touched anything. Uh, after speaking to her, I can't help but touch it. Right. We have so many books to write and so little time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You know, and I think that's the you know, thing that um, is so much fun with getting together with other authors because we understand the excitement, like brainstorming. Oh, my God, there's nothing exactly. better than brainstorming. You know, oh, it's just keeps the juices going and, you know, and, you know, sitting down with other authors and just letting your brains just go. And I, I, I don't think non-authors – non-writers understand that. My husband just looks at me when, you know, I go, oh, my gosh, I can do this. And he's just like, okay, whatever. You know? <laughs> so, Writing is such you know. a solitary um, thing to do, right? And and nobody really yeah. around you understands what you're doing. Or, you know, I mean, we do. And, and so when you get together with writer with writers at a conference, you know, we're all of like minds and we understand what their struggles are. And it's just, then you, you have someone who's going to, uh, you know, 
uh, have fun with you and, and, and listen to you talk about your books. It's not someone that you've told about, you know, a million times at home and they're tired of hearing it, right? So yeah. it's, it's, that's mm-hmm. part of the fun thing, to listen to them talk, you know, and then and, and talk about your successes. Um, Char and I at least have each other to talk to, right? Otherwise, that's I really right, yeah. um, would have nobody to talk to about my books. So, well, she, she'd be or my writing or my dog, editing. Yeah. I'd be talking to my dog, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, talking to six so conferences are essential, I think, to keep to keep the keep yourself motivated. Yeah, they are. Well, that's why I think I think writers groups are, are 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 good. You know, I belong to a writers group, and and we're all romance authors, so we don't have anybody you know looking down on us or anything like that. And that's good. And, You've got um, people who are excited about the work, same way that you are. That helps yeah. a great deal. You know, Probably if, our, you, if our, you've met your my, goals for the month, and right, my heavy workload I think keeps me from attending local writing uh groups as I should. Um so that's sorry, that's on my that's on my, you know, to do list is to make more time for local writing groups. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you get into the right one because I've been in some too and it's like, yeah, this isn't working because um I'm not putting down poets <laughs> poetry. But it's a different I think it's a different mindset. You know? Yeah. And um it's like, yeah, this isn't this isn't working. And I love my writers group. I love the gals in my writers group, and and uh, we 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 have fun and we have retreats. And okay, um, I'm watching the countdown here, and I want to get to your new series, the um, Brides of Little Creed. Um, oh yes. The the um the first book, the Substitute Wife. And I think the idea for the series came from something from Cheryl's personal life. Yes. Right? Yes, it did. Yes. My uh, my mother and her sister, my Aunt Crystal, they, was here in town visiting us. And my mom lived with me. And so they were telling me about how my great-great-grandparents met. Um, and it was such a unique story. That it was immediately, it's like, oh, wow, we have to write this. Because... Um, and I, I, I called Char on it, and she got excited. So um, that's kind of what the substitute wife, that's that's where it's from. It's from this a meeting of uh, my great-great-grandparents. Um, unfortunately, my mother did not live um, long enough to see the book published. So um, it, is ded- it is dedicated to her, um, and it will always be, you know, a book that I hold close to my heart because, you know, she's the one who gave us the idea for this mm-hmm. uh, book which has, has grown into this series, and, and the series is doing very well on Amazon and also Audible. It's doing extremely well on Audible. Um, I have a wonderful uh, narrator, Alan Taylor, um, who narrates the, the Audible books. So, um, so from The Dance Hall Wife, you know, then we did, I'm sorry, The Substitute Wife. We did The Dance Hall Wife, and then we did The Innocent Wife, which just came out. And we're waiting for the audible on that one to be completed. But um, yeah, we're very excited about this series. Uh, the Substitute Wife actually hit number one in Canada in the genre. That Ooh, was very exciting wow. to see bestseller mm-hmm. yeah. across it, right? So that was exciting. So our and our yeah. readers are like, Where's, where's, well. where's our next book? <laughs> <laughs> so. And so, and how are your characters connected in your, your you know, in in your series because they're all. You know, I know how they are because I read them and I enjoyed them. <laughs> but, oh, well, we gave we um, gave um, Harrison Carter, who is tattered after Cheryl's great great grandfather, um, 
Harrison Osborne. We changed the last name to protect the, you know, the infamous. And then we gave him a brother and a sister. So he has an older brother, Frank, and a younger sister, Vivian. So we made Frank the hero of book two. And then we made Vivian the heroine of book three. And we gave them appropriate heroes and heroines to go with them. And they just, it just exploded from our minds once we... Once we set everything up, knew how our pairings were going to be for the next two books, they seemed to almost break themselves. They were certainly not at a loss for material. I mean, the, the era itself is rich with material, historical research material. And it was it and was a breeze to write. I, I, you know, I think out of the three characters, I think... I almost think I enjoyed Frank the best. He was, he was, I think he was the hardest nut to crack. We loved Frank. Yeah, we loved Frank. He's a little rough around the edges, right? He's, he's, he kind of sticks his foot in his mouth a lot, but he's, he's a gentle, (laughs) gentle giant. (laughs) Yeah, but we gave him a very, yeah, we gave him a feisty heroine because that's that's what he deserved. We gave him a very strong, yeah, we gave him a strong woman. (laughs) And then with Vivian, because she was so innocent and young and innocent, we gave her the town sheriff as her hero, and it just all seemed to fit. Yeah. Um, we were so happy you with know, the way all three books turned out. You know, and it's always it's always fun to see how Big Brother's, you know, especially Frank, you know, trying to protect <laughs> his little sister, you know. And oh, he was, yeah, know, he was just a grouch. Oh, he he was, yeah. you know, and he just, you know, there were times in his book, it's like, okay, what else is he going to do to mess things up, you know? <laughs> well, and, 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 in, and, and in the sister's book, too, it's like, you know, well, there goes that boot in the mouth again. You know? <laughs> we had so much fun with that character, I have to tell you. We did. Oh, we I enjoyed it thoroughly. I he was it. a blast. And yeah, then I had, layering I had in the other townsfolk uh, of Little Creed was a lot of fun, too. And we've said, if we continue the series down the line, we'll include some of the other townspeople because they were all fun to write. That's my favorite thing is to is to layer in families and friends and townspeople and, and situations. Uh, that's always been a favorite thing of mine to do. So I had a lot so of fun with that. Will there be more books yeah. in the Little Creed? Yeah. Rides a Little Creed? Oh, good. We believe we so, so, yeah. Yeah, we've kind of we've got oh. a, we've got three more plotted out, sorta. We just haven't moved forward oh. with it yet. But um, we're just taking it. We're just catching our breath because we wrote three books in a year on top of our editing, right? Yeah, so, yeah that's um, a lot. <laughs> that was that was it a was. lot. We were pretty by the end of the you know by the time Innocent Wife came out, um, we were just like, okay, we need to take a breath. <laughs> So we're yeah. taking a breath our, right now. But, yeah, our but it brain will be a long breath. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. After a while, you know, I, I I think that's what happened to me this this last fall. Besides my knee surgery, I think just the fact that I had so many books come out in such a short period of time that yeah, same thing. Your brain just kind of goes, I'm done, you know. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like boom, you know, here we go. Okay, I got it. I got it. Let's that's right. Here. And we're so, almost to the here yeah. we go stage, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We're so so who, the, we're, who we're keeps trending in. 
something else phase right now. I'm I'm sorry, you kind of cut out a little bit. Oh, I just said we're kind of in the move forward and and think of something else phase right now. Okay. Um, who keeps? I mean, I, I've asked this of several authors who write series. You know, how do you keep track of your characters and what book they were in and stuff? For you guys, who keeps track of that? Char does. Or do you both keep track of it? Char does. Okay. Char For some does. reason, I thought it would be Cheryl. I don't know why. You, no, oh, you Char, me. Char keeps track. She's got the Bible. Um, I have, I have no, a okay. Bible. Yep. And it's quite extensive. I think it's 10 pages now. Yeah. Okay. Of all kinds yeah. of stuff, um, names and circumstances, and even the the way they look and things that they say. I have an entire um, dictionary of dialects for one character who's a southerner. He's from Georgia, and he's this big, brash, gambling man, and he talks differently than others. And so I created a dictionary just for him, so I wouldn't miss. <laughs> Making his dialect, you know, making sure his dialect fit whenever he would speak. He's a wonderful and character. When I when I started adding the horses in, I think Cheryl said, "Okay, Char, this is you're going to have to calm down now because every horse has a name." <laughs> so they're all in the book. Oh, oh, she, oh. she gets excited too. It's not just me. <laughs> so is this a character that's going to be in another Little Creed book? He'll be yeah. He was in he was in the Innocent Wife, and he'll he'll be back. Oh, okay. we'll make sure of it. Okay, okay. Because when you when you said from George, I'm thinking okay, was it in that book or was it in somebody else's books? I read so many, you know. Well, we all do read so many no, books. He, he comes, nice he comes um, out. He's so in it was book three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's um, big and he's a big brash Irishman with a southern accent okay. that's as thick as syrup. We've got just a couple of – I have another question for you. Um, Your first book, Rodeo King, is listed as Dustin Lover's Book One. Yes. Is this going to be a continuing series or – Yes. Actually, we've had part of that book written for years now, and we've just never finished it. So we're actually working on that one right now, the second book in that series, Roping Her In. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Roping her in. Oh, I like that. I like that title. Yep. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Roping her in. Uh, I'm glad I brought that up then because I thought, wait a minute, what happened to you know anymore? But then you did the the you know the brides of little creed, so you know you have yeah. to. Yeah. You know, we are nothing back if and not forth. ambitious. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We actually have wow. three books planned for that series as well, uh, for the Dustin okay. lovers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that answers my question. What's next for you? Because now we know roping her in is your 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 next roping one, and that's more of a con- contemporary. Yes, and then I'm working on another romantic suspense that I'm working on for under Cheryl Yucko. Shar's working on uh, one under her name, and then we also want to oh. start the next Brides of Little Creek book. So we're busy, busy on top of our editing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just got the uh, message that we have. 90 seconds left, which means we have about 60 seconds left. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for joining me today, and I'm glad I wasn't so nervous. And <laughs> this was, a, it was, this a, was a lot of fun. And it, uh, Cheryl, um, I will see you in August at MurderCon in Raleigh, North That's Carolina. Uh, yep. yep, we're going to be roomies. And um, looking forward to having some fun, exhausting days. 
So, um, and, and uh, we'll, quick, we'll, we'll keep it. Hmm, go ahead. A quick plug for After Midnight, Tales of the Graveyard Shift, an anthology that I'll be in um, that will be oh. uh, um, it, coming out next next week, actually. It's through um, it's through the Writers Police Academy. Heather Graham is oh, in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you I'm I'm glad you brought that up because that that's going to be a uh, a great anthology. So I look forward yeah. to uh, to seeing that. Yeah. So thank you, ladies, so much for being on my show again, and we'll have to do this again sometime. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It was fun. Thank you, Tina. Join me on bye. Join me on July 9th when I'll have a surprise guest. Until then, read on, my lovelies. <laughs>